Welcome to the Trickster Barista Podcast. Let's go. What's going on, baby? You're listening to Trickster the Barista podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Trindle. This podcast is sponsored by Mascot Corner Cafe. Go see Johnny and the gang down there. Tell them I sent you. They'll look after you. They're at 1223 Bonnie Road Mascot. You know what to do. Give us a like and hit the subscribe button. Share the love, baby. Share the love. Now let's get into it. What's going on, baby? Welcome back to the Trickster Brewster podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We've got a massive show today uh, planned today. We've got my main man, Jeffrey Morgan, coming in. He's an Indigenous entrepreneur. He's absolutely killing it. And we've got NADOC week coming up around the corner, so he's doing great things in the community. But uh, Jeffro, what's doing, baby? Uh, doing my best for the community. <laughs> That's it, baby. Uh, trying to stay out of the... Oh, I shouldn't say trying to stay out of the rain. Uh, I'm a man of leisure, and I love getting out and about in life. So if it's raining yesterday, I was walking through the rain. I love the rain. It makes me feel alive. That's but I'm um, ready to roll out with yourself, brother boy, bringing good vibes. And um, hopefully, you know, by the end of this podcast, people have got that as well between us both. That's it, brother. And I just want to say thanks for coming on. You know, you'd, we've known each other for a pretty long time, played a bit of Oztag together. And uh, you're still playing? I remember you used to go up to uh, Oztag State Cup at uh, Coffs Harbour. You used to see each other up there playing for the Bunnies. Yeah, yeah. Playing for the bunnies. It's been hard. I travel with work. Obviously, travel around the country quite a lot. Whether it's driving, flying, not being in the state at the time, it makes it really hard on the Monday night to get out to heaven. But I, when I can get out there, I'll get out and play. Love playing, and um, it's probably been a bit of a struggle the last six months. Hence, um, and I felt the difference at Oztag as well with the boys up at the bunnies. Um, you feel the difference in your fitness and just. You know, your sharpness around playing football, uh, I suppose, having the hands on the ball. But um, I've been playing touch as well and obviously rep touch as well. So um, that's been hard the last six months. But I love it. And, um, you know, it's just something I'd recommend to any person that watches. Get into some form of sport. Find your passion around what your sport is and get out there because you create friendships forever like we have and 100%, 100%. Um, many others within the group, no doubt, um, hang out and, you know, have a laugh. So, well, I means if it's netball, whatever it may be, AFL, football, soccer, um, jump in and get it done, make it happen. That's it. And you used to uh, playing with Jeffrey Hardy, a few of the boys. Who else was up there? Rocket, Rod Silver. He was playing on that. He was at a gun team going up at uh, Coffs Harbour. Lot, lot, of, lot of players. You know, Dennis Mann's played over the years. Dean Witters. Um, a lot of blokes within the community that have played NRL level, and obviously they transition out and still want to compete in. Uh, you know, around a competitive level. And it's just, I think it's a great way to, um, as a byproduct of just hanging out and playing some sport, to then go into something that keeps you fit and healthy. And, you know, for our community, Aboriginal community especially, um, it's a great way to keep yourself um, active. And once you're active, more than likely if you're doing one thing, uh, as an example, if you're walking every day and you're smoking, you're more than likely going to give up smoking in the same principle around sport. If you can do that on a regular basis and keep yourself pretty fit and active, more than likely you're going to make better decisions on the back end around your foods and, and lifestyle choices. 
That's it, brother. And that's basically what you've basically uh, been doing. You know, obviously you've got your jeffreymorgan.com and some of your business, but give us a rundown about what you do and who you are. And I'm um, obviously talking about the, um, you know, eating right and your meal plans and stuff like that, which I know is right up your alley. So give us a rundown about that, brother. Yeah, so I own the Lifestyle Program. Um, we, we're a health and wellbeing consultancy business. Um, we work with ACT Health and New South Wales Health as a consultant, but also um, travel around the country delivering mental health and wellbeing programs, nutritional programs and youth programs. And it's all around the habits and rituals that are inbuilt within people, whether it's um, you know, creating self-committing force behaviours and beliefs as an example, or if it's someone at a high level, say corporate level, that's trying to get more out of the organisation. We just send high performance um, the team, the individual, by um, and uh, essentially um, create a better sense of being for the, the individual. So what's your identity? Based around the three pillars, happiness, success, and quality of life determined by the individual. And once you tap into the individual, it's like in any, you know, same thing with a sporting team. If you can get the most out of each individual player, you'll come together and create, obviously, a better outcome on, on the back end of that. And I think... That's one of the most important things people sort of don't realise. They try and tap into the organisation values, and which is great, and we have that understanding. But if you understand the individual, and this applies to anyone in the community, um, anywhere, you know, whether you're in a school, juvenile justice centre, we tap into the individual and we rewire that individual to create high-performance habits and rituals that will translate into their life and they'll be a more happy and successful life for that person. So... Mate, great um, answer. That sort of give you hopefully a bit of an idea about who we are. Um, the workshops we deliver them all across the country. Um, we used to deliver them across the globe, uh, and so I'll fly out, drive out wherever that may be, and come into the community school, um, corporate organisation, the staff, um, as I said, schools, uh, juvenile justice centre, jails. Uh, we're doing everything pretty much. We became very diverse based around what we did. Nah. Getting around town, especially, you know, dealing with a few younger kids and stuff like that, they'll be looking up to you as like role models and, you know, teaching them good and healthy ways, you know, eating right, training right, reading, all different stuff like that. And yeah, mate, you're, you're doing a great job. So just want to say, mate, you're killing it. Um, JeffreyMorgan.com and your lifestyle. What's the main goal for you? Like what would, what would the main goal, if you wanted to take out one thing, uh, what would that be? To be honest with you, I'd love to have a Jeffrey Morgan Foundation um, by the time I leave this planet with a thousand um, Aboriginal workers. And the way I look at it is all the different language groups across this country. If we can get two workers out of each language group um, uh, or tribe, either way, uh, then I find that I'm able to employ a thousand people based around um, the structure of their mental health and wellbeing workshops, the habits and rituals workshops that can be delivered by those within the community. And that means that our communities in general will be a lot healthier and their quality of life because we always look at this age expectancy thing. And in general, people say, oh, you know, we live 10 years less than um, non-Aboriginal people. And for me, my question to those people is, mate, there's a total difference in the quality of life between both knowing both sides and, you know, someone's grandmother versus my grandmother. Um, may have been on a lot more medication, a lot more stress within the life, et cetera, et cetera. And that's because of things that have gone on trauma in the past, et cetera, et cetera, compared to the um, non-Aboriginal person. And they've had less stress and, you know, more financials. Um, and they've been able to eat better and access uh, a better education, as an example. Um, we're slowly starting to see that transition, but the quality of life, you know, over a period of time, we want, we want to really impact and try and, 
um, made you make a huge um, in it by creating that foundation. And as I said, employing a thousand Aboriginal um, people would be absolutely amazing. And leaving something behind the legacy that I know works because not only is it from data, meaning and the sound education behind it all, I've applied it into my own life, and that's transitioned out. Um, just really quickly, uh, you touched on something I just also wanted to touch on. And that's the fact that, um, you know, if we can share this information and knowledge, whether it's through a podcast or that's through one of the actual workshops, uh, your father, as an example, who was uh, had, a, had a huge influence on myself as a kid and he never, I don't think we ever sat down and he said, hey, you need to do this, Jeff, to be a better person. But, it, you know, I think just his, uh, his actions himself and things we spoke about in general mm-hmm. would have that um, impact on oneself and I think... Um, we don't realise sometimes what we say and the huge impact it has on a, a person. I was, you know, heading down the path of destruction. And the old man obviously had himself together in a lot better ways, and yeah. um, his knowledge and, and conversation with myself taught me a lot about um, a human being, which I'm forever grateful for. So he probably didn't even know that himself. Yeah, I know. To be straight crazy. out and honest, but um, we'd had conversations. Yeah. And um, you know, as I said, you just soak it up and do because if he's doing well. What, what is it that he's doing that I can then, in, in the nicest way, copy or um, yeah. be able to emulate um, and allow me to elevate my own life? And the old Ben um, gave me a lot of inspiration as a young kid. Nah, just through his actions. Ben, doing what you're doing now and stuff like that, you know, you're doing good habits, you know, healthy habits, reading books. Um, any good books out there that you like? I know you're a big reader, but yep. um, what's some of your favourite books? For me, one of the first ones that change me, it might get a bit boring for people, but he just taught me the habits and rituals components of life. And what I've learned, even from myself growing up in Neville Street, was what habits and rituals I became. So back then, obviously, it was destructive. I became a byproduct of that environment. And I took those same skills out and then ran amok with life. But And they were, you know, the destructive habits. If I then looked at positive habits, Goal setting as an example. What did I want to achieve? That Jeffrey Morgan Foundation is one thing, and everything else around your quality of life, your happiness, and your success. <clears throat> Those three pillars we use within the program. Then I was going to elevate my life. It's like manifestation. You go to a nightclub, mm. and there's, you know, you want a great vibe. You'll bring the vibe yourself. If you've got some good music in it, you have a really good night with the crew that you're with. And the same principle around positivity and negativity. You put yourself in a negative environment. You're dreaming if you think you're going to get a positive out of it. You can take away some lessons of what you don't want in your life. But um, but in general, if you're in a positive situation and people are succeeding like yourself, you know, you created your own business, what could I, What could we exchange on a knowledge level as Aboriginal people or just people in general yeah. to share and elevate each other's life? And I think that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. No, 100%, 100%. And, as um, I said, oh, the book, the and book, and the book yeah. that I would read, sorry, going back to the question, <laughs> I was thinking, what was the um, question? The book that I that I ch- that changed me was Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and that was by Stephen Covey. And I, to, like, for people that say, oh, I can't, I don't read books, you know, you can jump on Audible, you can jump on YouTube. Uh, I do it on Audible because I travel quite a lot. But say you went into work every day and it was a half-hour drive, Instead of, it depends on the day. Some days I'll put music on, but most days I'll put a podcast on around something that's important or passionate towards what I'm currently doing in my life to elevate, as I said, learn from the positives. And um, 
just throw the book on from Audible and in general, I think it's about $14 a month and you get yourself one book. Yeah. If you want to purchase another one, it's usually $35. But I just get one a month in general. And over time, you just stack them up, jump in the car and oh, you know, you're listening to that book. And that book really changed me and how I looked at being more productive and proactive. They were the two main things I learned out of that book. Yeah. And not looking at blaming you know, the external, what's going on outside, what could I control to create a more productive and proactive um, environment? And that means success comes into your life for sure. No, 100%. And me being a big podcast fan as well, mate, since I left Qantas and like to, to be honest, man, I was a bit of a slob back in the day. Like I used to work at Qantas and every time you'd go for lunch, you just go to the lunch, you know, ha- have lunch or have a sleep after it, not do nothing. Then I started to pick up, you know, a few good habits, you know, listening to podcasts, listening to, you know, reading books and stuff like that. And, and it just changed me. And I, I was actually happy that, you know, yep. once all this COVID hit and, and all this sort of stuff and it, we ended up getting released, I was in so much of a better mindset, you know, by reading and listening to podcast or, or Audible and stuff like that. And it's just it's just paid off its dividends, you know, and that's why, you know, you being a massive reader and that as well, it's so good to teach all these young kids about it and saying like, you know, you, you can do this sort of stuff. And as I said, being a great role model yourself and coming from Redfern and doing this and teaching good habits, it's just, man, it's great. That's it. But um, also... Uh, yeah, and... It, for those that can't afford them, you know, if you were if you were a young kid and you didn't have that money to jump on and uh, connect to Audible, don't be afraid to jump onto YouTube. There's a million different it's podcasts hell, out there, so many different um, positive people, you know, that you can tap into. That's oh, plenty. And if, mate, by all means, Ed Milet, um, Stephen Harvey, um, all these different people, um, Eric, the hip-hop preacher, Eric Thomas, Dave Goggins, Gary V, like there's a million of them. Hopefully, I've shared a few with yourself that really elevate your life because you'll be surprised at what you do when you jump into that podcast. That's how I kickstart my day. I do at least ten minutes in my morning ritual. That's dedicated towards one of these videos, and what it does, it's like walking into that nightclub with the good music going because you're already bringing the good vibes. And all of a sudden, you roll into your day, right? And everyone wants to roll into their day. Oh, I don't know that. You're, are you a bigger Ed Milet fan, eh? I, I listen to him too. He's a grouse, eh? Ed Milet, uh, Gary V. They're probably in my top two. Have you heard of uh, Andy Fazella? Yeah. You listen to Andy Fazella? Yeah, He's yeah. Gone, so eh? all, that, that, all that crew, you know, and you can see what it's manifested in the nicest way for your business trip. Like, 100%. I watch what you've done and I watch how, you know, you're starting to get out there in the corporate um, components of it and getting out and really networking with people. And I can tell that, you know, you've gone from that environment, corporate organisation, where you're just going up, rolling or work nine to five or whatever it is, you know, your time, your time frame, and then really saying, you know what, I'll jump out of that, I'll take a risk, but I'm going to believe in myself. Mm. you got the band, mate, and I've seen the transition yourself. So I know on the back end of that, you couldn't have done that. And I couldn't, you know, you old man, and I couldn't be a better football player if I hadn't listened to, hey, run to the line, hold the ball, whatever it was, you 100%. know, the advice that I was giving, yeah. if I hadn't taken that on from somebody who's doing it at the level that you want to get to. And the same principle, you're obviously doing that around your business and you can see the transition in how you're succeeding. And, oh, mate, um, no, I, and that's what it's like. I love it. And, you know, same thing to anybody else. No, yeah, it's like having that. It's like they're right there. Like you listen to a podcast, it's like Ed Milet is right there in front of you. It's like having a teacher, you know, at your normal day, at your normal work. Like 
Ed Milet's right there. You got Andy Fazella at the other end of the table. Gary V. My main man's Ice Isaac John. I don't know if you heard of them from YKTR and that. Like yep. he's mate. Yeah. He's a he used to play yep. footy at our Panthers and Manly and over in the Super League. And he's he was a footy player. He's gone into business. Had not no idea, but it's really hard to transition over. You know what I mean? And but once we see that, I can like you know um you feel like sort of part of it because he's a footy player and, you know, you feel like part of his journey and stuff like that. And that's why I think when when I started my van, people sort of jumped on because I had no idea. If you know, if you if, if you told me last year, oh, hey, Trick, in another year's time, you're going to own your own business. You're going to have a podcast on Spotify talking about business, Indigenous businesses. I would have went, Jeff, hey, come on, you're off tap here. You know what I mean? So, but no, it's just, it's just crazy how things work out. You there? I missed that last bit, fella. Oh, Sorry. All good, all good. Anyways, we'll talk a yeah. bit. We've got uh, NADOC week coming up around the corner. Mate, a lot of events coming up in Sydney, New South Wales, and basically everywhere. We've got the black markets coming up. Uh, I remember last year. Remember last year we tried to do the Touch Footy Day. Me and you organised the Touch Footy Day, which... Yeah. Went ahead. That was at um at Heffron Park. Unfortunately, you couldn't make it because you had to get caught into work. But uh, mate, it was great. You know, last week due to co- uh, last year, sorry, due to COVID. But uh, getting all the mob together, we had the La Perouse lattes versus the Redfin Long Blacks. <laughs> so it was a mad, uh, mad laugh and stuff like that. But uh, mate, this year being Nadoc Week, what does Nadoc Week mean to you? Ah, the connection to your culture, man, like the, the chance to celebrate and, you know, the identity of who we are as people and I think um, connection to family on, on a level where it's a positive and I, I don't mean that in a bad way to our community, but uh, you knowing yourself, it's a lot of the times the connection we have, depending on um, situation and how far your hometown is, a lot of times bringing everyone together means that it's usually around a funeral, so to be able to connect on a a day where we're celebrating our culture, connecting with our family and friends and community um, is just a great way to really be proud of, you know, being Aboriginal. And um, I think that if there was a, you know, a few more other days that we could celebrate in general, we'll just bring people together um, uh, in a more positive environment would be um, a big good thing. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. Especially all the events coming up. I've got, you know, I've made events left, right and centre. And, you know, we want to try and make it as fun as possible. You know, you get to learn. You, you learn so much uh, so much more stuff about your culture. And like I said, doing a touch footy day, you know, I think the NCIA, um, they've got one coming up. I think they're doing, you know, kids face painting. Um, you've got, you know, all the food. You've got me down there, Tricks of the Brewster. It's going to be a great day. And especially for all the families to come down and just get to celebrate. Mate, it's going to be crazy. So it uh, should be good. But uh, mate, well, event, <laughs> but mate, any events? Get that down there, get a coffee. That's it. Come down, get a coffee, baby, or for free on the house on, on that day. So only that day, but <laughs> and and support local business. So I think any you know on that day, that's another chance and opportunity for Ab- Aboriginal people to get their businesses out there and connect and um, just yeah, you know, that awareness that your business does exist, even for yourself. People that don't know and they get down. Um, to the NCIE on the day as an example, we're going to know that you actually exist and, um, you know, maybe that then leads to an opportunity within their workplace as an example of community event that comes up. So a little lesson, I try and look at more than just one thing. So if people go, oh, it's just, a, you know, oh, why get down there and um, play touch? One, well, obviously I spoke about it before, connection, identity, um, connection to culture, identity, chance to catch up and celebrate our culture, but more than that too, because what happens is that networking, you'll be blown away by how many people actually then end up contacting you or saying, hey, I work at you know, X, Y, and Z, can you come out and 
oh, man, bringing coffee crazy. just to museum mental health well and wellbeing workshops. So um, get down and and just make it, you know, make a good day of it. No, yeah, um, there's good laughs. You always catch up with friends, and it's always a good day, you know. No, yeah, especially last year. Or was it last year? I think, or oh, a couple of months ago, we had the black markets, and that was my first ever uh, black markets. And there was one at La Perouse on Bear Island, and the other one was in um, Gaimia, and that was my first one. And mate, there's so much support. Like all the other indigenous stores, they've got you know the clothing, um, the jewelry, stuff like that, and. That was my first time. As yeah. you know, I've only kicked off the van. And once they seen my Indigenous coffee van, they're just going, what the hell? How good is this? Like, they were just loving it. They were supporting it. And that's what it's all about, yeah. you know. All the businesses coming together, obviously giving each other a shout out, you know, like you like you know, being on Instagram and stuff like that with your yeah. following. It's all about networking and growing and, you know, yeah. as I said, kicking it off and getting better and better. And now we're back again for this year, the second, um, the second time. So we can't wait to kick it off. But, mate, that's what it's all about, you know, just showing a bit of love and that's what i want to use this podcast for is to you know use it as a platform to talk about other indigenous businesses out there digging a bit deeper you know who they are what they do mm-hmm. mate you're right up the alley you know you're doing great things in the community uh we've done brennan williams and joshy Togue last week from the um ncia from uh what they called uh what's that Tri- tribal warrior they do the boxing in the morning before the young kids you know they pick them oh, up yeah, mate it's, it's great and that's a yeah. good story you know they're teaching these young kids before school you know training uh eating healthy teaching them you know good habits and you know that's gone unheard of almost so that's why i said get on the podcast come over you know get them on they're doing great things you know what i mean and that's what this that's what i want to use this podcast and use it as a platform to do all this sort of stuff and Building up to NADOC week, we've got you on now, obviously. Uh, Barbie, Barbie Lee Kirby's coming on. Um, who else we've got? We've got, yep. we've got heaps coming on. It's just, it's just going to be crazy. Big, you know? big O. Big, big O, o. Yeah, big O. OC is coming on. Hopefully he comes down st- yeah. uh, soon, I think on Wednesday. You know, Chase the Energy. Mate, he's killing it. You know, he's doing good vibes and, you know, as I said, teaching good habits and that. And that's what it's all about, you know. It's it's, it's heaps good. Uh, Maddie Mundine, he just started his Mundine coaching management. Uh, management. Shout out to Maddie. Yep. He's, um, he's doing great things in that as well. So, but mate, it should be a great week and that. So we can't wait. But mate, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, we're going to get into the 60 seconds with the trickster. You ready to go? Let's go. Here we go. Here let's we go. go. Let's go. Favorite <laughs> coffee? Piccolo. Piccolo? Short, sweet, and easy to down. Oh. Get it on the run, brother. <laughs> Keep the calories down for me personally, and I'll roll out. That's and I like it. the taste of it. That's it. Piccolo, eh? Piccolo. Unless you burn it. <laughs> Come on, brother! You're talking to the trickster. We got the Mickey. Uh, what else? We got favorite restaurant or favorite food? Ah, uh, desserts. <laughs> Most people be surprised, but eh? <laughs> are you a fitness player? Oh, oh, mate, oh. <laughs> oh. obviously, um, yeah, obviously, being in the health and well-being um, space, anything that's fresh, yeah. You know, honestly, um, I love cooking up. And from, as Aboriginal people, try and cook up as fresh as you possibly can. You'll taste the flavours. Nah, yeah. That's it, that's it. Uh, favourite song or favourite rapper? Oh, wow. <laughs> I want to. A bit of something, a bit of something. White Dress, Setmo, and it's a deep house song. It's more just a chill. It, it's sort of, it's, it's more a chill out type song. Um, and it's something I could just put on and kick back and be grateful for life. That's it, that's it. Uh, Favourite place to holiday? Obviously, once all this bloody COVID takes off and that. Where would you be going first? What's your favourite place to take a holiday? Santorini, without a doubt. Mickey? 
Santorini without a doubt, Mykonos not. Yeah, it's just, mate, if you haven't been there, Santorini's more a chill out, um, watch the sun go down type of place versus Mykonos, get your party on and, and same thing, you'll still be grateful for um, the experience. Beautiful people, beautiful food and um, just a great place to visit. That's Good sick. vibes all around. Uh, who's your greatest? There, sorry, brother. Who's your greatest mentor? Like speaking of Ed Milet or you know Gary V or someone like that. Who's one? Who's someone who's put a massive influence on you? I think both my parents, to be honest. Like as much as I love all those people that teach me, I think they instilled a lot of good values within myself to build the character that I am today. External of my parents, um, my uncle Bob Morgan, uh, who's a lecturer up at Newcastle Uni. Um, taught me a lot of different things around whether it was culture, uh, education, um, or just life in general has, has had a huge in, impact on myself. Uh, um, external that man, I, I, personally, I'm I'm a big fan of Ed because he's just really down to earth and he's sort of really relatable cool dude, eh? to what he teaches cool. and um, the way he puts it across. He comes across and oh, he's awesome. Uh, it's, mate, watch his video and you get the idea in no, two yeah. seconds flat. Mate, that's it. And, but mate, lastly, of course, lastly, mate, give us your best. Trickster, the barista, mate. You there, but Yeah, yeah. Give us your best. Trickster, barista, what? What? <laughs> my man, my man. It must have cut out at the last bit. Yeah, there, boy. <laughs> Thanks, brother, mate. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Uh, mate, thanks for coming on. You've been killing it. Uh, you know, Indigenous entrepreneur, you're absolutely killing it. You're flying. Just want to say thank you for, you know, showing me a lot, especially um, doing some kind words, especially when I was down and out in the dumps a few times and that. But, uh, mate, I appreciate your time and um, I'm sure we'll catch up soon, especially up at there at our Oztag and stuff. So thank you, brother. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up.